Hello, I'm Howard. Welcome to a one-off podcast called Destiny Calling. This from the show that stayed up all night to laugh at Jose Mourinho. So apologies if we're all a bit tired. Uh, this is General Pod looking at the huge 10 days that lie ahead for little old Manchester City to discuss feelings and vibes and teams and all things finals. I'd like to be joined by none other than Asan and Joe. So Asan, good morning. How are you? Morning, Howard. I'm I'm suitably caffeinated, and uh, I've seen the Mourinho meltdown, and I'm in a very good mood. Hey, we slag off referees all the time. I think the match officials, Anthony Taylor and co, did a brilliant job under quite disgusting circumstances last night. To be perfectly but frank, I don't think Sevilla were much better, to be honest. So. No, but ultimately, to see Mourinho do that, I just think that if Taylor had come out and headbutted him, I think it'd have been perfectly okay. <laughs> Wouldn't it be good if it was like he was retiring this summer and he just came out and lamped him? <laughs> <laughs> or not lamped him, just like used the industrial language that referees have always wanted to use against people like him. So Yeah. No. But yeah, no, I'm in a really good mood, Howard. Good. And we've just done I can say this because this will be coming out after the thing I'm about to mention. I've just done a Kovacic podcast as well. So this is part two of our content today and you're buzzing about him aren't you yes those who will have listened will have heard me say a hundred times uh i just i think it's an amazing signing genuinely so look out for that as well uh, today yeah nice and we talked about yeah changes to price caps as well the news that came out all the news that came out yesterday so it was great fun great 50 minutes joe good morning how are you Hi Howard, uh, I'm on a similar wavelength mate, uh, I'm very much um, looking forward to this potential signing as uh, I have a soft spot for a Mercurial uh, Croatian talent, uh, I think they always make fantastic players and, and he's been someone ever since we were first linked with him back in, I think it was summer 2018 wasn't it, the first time when I ended up at Chelsea, um, I think he'll be a great fit, so I'm in a good mood and um, obviously as the pod suggests, destiny is calling, so calm before the storm. Looking yeah. forward to it. And it's wall-to-wall sunshine in Manchester for, for all this week and all next week, and it looks like the week beyond, so, yeah. Is it a sign? Hotter than Istanbul is be the headline in the, the Sun newspaper, no doubt, but I'm sure the weather will be nice there as well, and <laughs> we will find out soon. Right, let's crack on then, because we're only two days away now. There's no avoiding it. Uh, it's the run up to a derby and it's in a cup final for the first time. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Have, you, have the nerves kicked in yet ahead of Saturday? I won't get nervous ahead of Saturday. I can't get nervous ahead of Saturday. Well, please United show your workings. Have, I, I, just, I think United have, have heaped so much pressure on themselves by talking about how important it is to stop Little Little City from winning their treble that... I don't think, I just think that our lot will go in very relaxed and I think that United lot will go in very, very, very wound up um, and I don't think that's a good thing for them. Uh, I think if you, you know, if you try and beat City on emotion, <laughs> I think you're going to come unstuck pretty quickly. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very relaxed for the moment and I don't think that's going to change. Has it been weird having this downtime this week? Well... We've had two league games, but that was kind of downtime as well. Mm. The stress was like no one gets injured. Uh, and everyone, of course, is back in training yesterday. Has it been weird having 
this uh, lack of stress after the stress of well the last few months basically. No, I've enjoyed it. I I I I, I mentioned about a month ago that I definitely had football fatigue. I think the kind of the three games a week thing and everyone mattering and everyone you got to win. Uh, I think it's a lot of I can't imagine what it's like for the players and the staff. Um, but yeah, so having this period before the FA Cup where you one get to enjoy the three peat, you get to you know read all the lovely words that are written about City, and you get to put your feet up basically and go, all right, the only thing left are two cup finals, mm. um, and also there's just the idea that City needs to be stopped. It's something that somehow has come to the fore again that, you know, whether it's United going, we've got to stop them winning the treble or, you know, it's like Liverpool fans going, City just needs to be stopped. They're just evil. Just all of that stuff is just so amusing to me. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Like Maybe when other people listen to these podcasts, they would go, man, they sound really arrogant. It's not arrogance. Like, I'm not... I don't I don't think that like City will win everything forever and we're the best at everything and, and all of that stuff. I think the great thing about competitive sport is that there's no guarantees and City can lose to Inter Milan and they can lose to Man United. That's the joy of the experience, the unpredictability of it. Um, and I think from the outside, there's this like developing narrative that City have removed the unpredictability and I just find that really funny because City fans believe you me most of us we don't take anything for granted you know what I mean it's yeah. just the yeah I, I, yeah I just I know I know our mentality and it's so far removed from the way people perceive us that it's quite funny hmm. Joe, how are you feeling? How's how's your downtime been? Uh, removing the stress and has any impending nerves before Saturday for you? No, I'm not really feeling any nerves, and it's weird because obviously, if you'd have said to me at any point in my lifetime going into a Manchester derby FA Cup final, I'd be feeling pretty sanguine about it, and and that it would probably be the lesser of two games in that week. Uh, and I said. You probably need section into a mental asylum, um, but that is genuinely how I feel. I feel like that's a good point. Ace has just made. I think United are so riled up because, <clears throat> let's be honest, the treble has always been their thing, hasn't it? Their achievement, um, something that's kind of synonymous with them as a club. Whether it be when they stopped Liverpool doing it, I think in 77, to, to doing it themselves in 99, and they just, it's their proudest achievement. And I think that weight on their shoulders as a club and as a set of players could be counterintuitive to what they actually try and carry out on the pitch. Whereas I think if it was more a case of it, you know, City weren't in the Champions League final and it was just, you know, a double at stake, I think they'd be more of a potent threat in a way. Mm. Um, because there's almost less pressure, but yeah, I'm I'm really um. Maybe some people would think I'm a bit sadistic, but I'm I'm really excited now. For, um, yeah, for for this week, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> but yeah, this is what ultimately like. Not to go all off tangent, but I think growing up, we would you'd never. I know you can't compare previous eras of City. And I don't want to be one of them guys who's like, when we lose a game, like, oh, remember Jamie Pollock? Because they're at the other end of the extreme. That's annoying. But 
to, to kind of play into that a little bit. I think, you know, growing up, most of us would have, the ultimate dream would have been, you know, a UEFA Cup players or, you know, mm. fluke in a League Cup somehow. So the fact that we're here and we're in this situation, I think we do wow. have to embrace it. Well, perfect segue for my next question. So I'll stay with you, Joe, and then go to ASAM. Take a step back. Have you ever taken a step back and thought about it? Are you pinching yourself that your football club is in this position? Your football club, the one you chose or was chosen for you, I don't know how it began, that the team you support is considered the best in the world right now. Have you considered how unlikely it is for that situation to have been reached? Um, Kind of contradicting myself, I'm not simply because there's a part of me that will very much when I sit down and review things after the dust has settled, it'll be like, whoa, you know, and I probably appreciate it more than when, like Asan said, when the next cycle of football turns and, and we're probably not the top dogs anymore. And that's that's not for a long while yet, but I'm so engrossed in the moment of what's happening. I'm probably not appreciating the gravity of it at this moment in time. But I think once that dust settles and... Um, and I think because we've been at such a high level for so long under Pep, it's almost become normal to a degree. Um, but I think once Pep goes or, you know, once we get to the summer and, and the dust settles on this season, I think the gravity of what this group of players, this club as an organisation and just what everyone has achieved will really, really hit home for hey, me. Sam. Yeah, hey Sam, the same question for you. I feel it quite viscerally in my bones already. I have to be honest. I, I'm, I, I, I feel the the weight of history of what's happening at City right now. I feel that the three titles on the bounce was really important for me because I wanted I wanted that thing because it's such a rare thing. Um, I feel as though. The FA to beat United in the FA Cup and a week later to win your first Champions League would be an era defining moment, and I can't escape that. And so, and the funny thing is that I think this is the first year or the first season that there's the theoretical: can you do it? And then there's the reality: yeah, we can. And I. Th- think those two really have aligned this this season so again yeah go on if if we won on Saturday would that put extra pressure on you as a fan for the Champions League final not really you know that cusp being on the cusp of something not not really I don't think I think I don't think you could I think the I think the point is that for the players having won the league in the manner in which they won the league I don't think they need to think about history or legacy or era era defining i think on the contrary pep said after the last league game he said probably the best way to prepare for the two finals is just to prepare them like their normal premier league games and approach them in the same manner and i think that if if i were to um remind everybody which i'm sure they don't want to be of the of the last champions league final i wonder whether part of the problem was that everybody involved at the club built it up into such a big thing that it 
almost was the wrong psychological preparation. Whereas I feel as though this time round, it really will just be like, right, you've got two games. One is against Man United, the other is against Inter Milan. If they were taking place in October or November, you'd slap both of these teams comfortably around the pitch. So let's just go and do that and not worry too much about the occasion or the trophies or those are that stuff that we as supporters can dream about mm. right now I think for them it's just two games of football you've just got to go and win mm. and be so drunk at kick-off in the Champions League final that <laughs> the stress uh, dissipates so I did laugh at the restricted view tickets on sale for the Champions League final considering the amount of uh, alcohol that will be in most in the crowd I don't think it really matters to be honest uh, half will be facing the wrong way anyway or slumped over a seat so we'll see I don't want to open a can of worms Joe but I have seen this debated online do you find it weird that some fans and I say some it has to be a minority see beating United as more important than the Champions League victory Though the obvious solution is you win both so who cares yeah, no, I think a lot of it is, in, from from where I've experienced it, is a lot of kind of home and away match-going fans uh, who probably haven't lost sight of that local rivalry, uh, work alongside lots of Reds and just can't uh, face the thought of stomaching them, talking forevermore of stopping City doing a, mm. a treble because, like I said, it's their big... It's like the crown in their jewel. The, sorry, the jewel in their crown, isn't it? They're obsessed with it. So, I just think there's an element of <clears throat> maybe your, your local lads who go home and away, or people all over the world who who probably have to face Man United fans on a daily basis just can't be arsed with that. <laughs> with that, um, the thought of losing to them. Um, I don't fall into that category, but you know th- there are certain categories of City fans where. Beating United is it's everything to them. It's just the way they've been brought up. It's in the DNA, and it doesn't matter how successful the club becomes or how big it becomes, that never leaves them. Um, I've been that way myself historically. When um, you know United were on top of the world and we were we were struggling, you know, to beat them was you know you'd almost give it anything to beat them. But whereas I feel like I've outgrown that, as City have grown as a club, but. I just feel it's more a case that some just they don't lose sight of the fact that that's what they were brought up on and they can't, you know, the thought of Man United in an FA Cup final and beating them is the ultimate to, to some City fans and I think that's just the nature of the beast of the rivalry. What do you think? Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.